Hey mama, is the number one dream in your heart to have more time to be present with your kids? Do you wish you could be present enough to help create and instill godly character? Yet you are so busy with work, drowning in the to-dos, the laundry, and the carpool lines. Hi, I'm Michelle, a mom to three energetic kids, wife to an amazing guy, and daughter of the king. For years, I tried to manage my home while struggling to still have time to pour into my kids. The guilt was overwhelming and the to-do list just kept growing. And I was completely overwhelmed and stressed until I realized that I could create systems in my life and my motherhood that would change everything. In this podcast, you will learn time management, batching, habit stacking, setting boundaries, home organization, outsourcing, and you better believe we are going to be dishing out some chores so we can create hours of intentional time to pour into our kids since that is our number one priority as vibrant moms. Grab that lukewarm coffee. Let's stop time. Hey friends, I'm so excited to talk to you today. Today we're going to be talking about If your part-time job is taking over, three steps or tips to finding balance. So today I'm just going to talk about how to help you set some healthy boundaries between work and home, which can be so incredibly difficult to do, right? Do you feel overwhelmed at trying to find balance between work and life? I know I do. Are you scrambling to get in your work hours before you have to go pick up those kids from school? I know that's always difficult for me. I'm always trying to get something done, right? You're just getting going and you're kind of in the middle of something and you have to just stop, drop it all and go pick up a kid or go shuttle them to soccer practice or run around. And it can be discouraging because you're like, I just got in the mood. I'm getting things going. I'm doing a great job on getting these things done, these tasks done that I had for the day. And yet I got to stop everything and reorganize what I'm doing at the moment. You might find yourself putting in extra time after the kids go to bed or just scrambling around trying to find those extra hours you can fit into your week. Or maybe you're just finding that you just don't have the time to make dinner and engage with your kids or after school and you're feeling guilty as a mom. You want to be there right when your kiddos come home from school and engage with them. But you find that you have to answer emails and you're stuck working on things, finishing up stuff that you didn't really want to be doing at the time that they're back. So I hear you. (laughs) This happens to me all the time. I am raising my hand over here. I find that there's sometimes when I'm putting in time and I'm trying to get my work done and my attention is just not with my kids. Now, this can be times when they've come home from school and I just have to get a few things finished. And so I'm working on some stuff, especially this is the weekend or times when they are home when I'm not expecting it. And so I'm trying to get actual work finished and they're home, maybe they're homesick or they have a vacation day or an in-service day, right? Where the teachers are working, but the kids are home from school 
or maybe they've just come home from school and I wasn't quite ready. And so I'm still trying to finish some things up. But I have found that I'm sitting there with my computer and my kids are asking me all these questions, or I might be on a phone call or a Zoom call with other podcasters connecting and working through things. And my kids are asking, mom, can I have a snack? And mom, can I play a video game? And mom, can I check my computer? And mom and mom, and I don't have the ability to (laughs) pause and take a minute and go walk over, check how they're doing. I just say, okay, sure, whatever, that's fine. (laughs) And don't pay too much attention to them till afterwards. So I think that's where they are super excited when I'm working or on a phone call because I just say yes to everything. And then after I get done with it, I come back and I have to do damage control because they are sugared up and jumping around, usually romping around because they've been eating crap food that they shouldn't be eating or they are playing video games and then after they play video games their brain is just toast they always get into fights and their patience level is just a lot shorter so there's just so so much damage control i have to do after i'm not paying attention to them they love to start fights and as i said they just get frustrated they have zero patience And it just makes everything so much harder. I feel like I have to work extra hard to do damage control and get back to kind of ground zero where we were before. And in this kind of cycle of things, I've realized that I need to find balance in my work and my family life so that I can be fully engaged when I need to be. When my kids are home or when they're asking me these questions that I can pause for a minute and be fully engaged or I have a good answer of let's wait a few minutes and I will be off this call in five, 10 minutes. But it just kind of sets your mindset a little bit more ahead versus making decisions in that split moment. I know I am a future forward thinker and definitely a planner. And so for me to make decisions right in the heat of the moment, sometimes they are not always the best decisions because I haven't thought through them or I just want to get something done. And so I make other decisions that then have different ramifications later. So today we will just be talking about how to strive for a work-life balance and what that means, and three tips just to help you kind of rein in that work schedule so that you can feel a bit more balanced and a bit more in control when you need to. Will this always happen? No. (laughs) Do I strive for it to happen? Yes. Will it help my family transition and settle much better if I can have better balance between work and life? Yes. So those are the things we want to just focus on. Go ahead and grab a piece of paper or a pen, or if you have your phone, go to the notes section and start either a new note or what I love to do if I'm listening to podcasts that I like, I write the name of the podcast and then I write the episode number. And then after I write the episode number, then I list anything else, any notes that I want to do for that. And then the next time I listen to the podcast, I write the episode number and notes for that. So that's one way to do it if you want to take notes on your phone. All right, let's jump in. So 
three tips to having balance, finding balance between work and home. Number one is to have work blocks. Now, work blocks are blocks of time that you have during the day that are set aside that you are specifically intentionally working. And that's what you're focused on. Now, can you have that all the time with your kids running around? Perhaps not. But the idea would be that if you have your kids in school during the day, you have a clear work block of after you drop them off at school, perhaps, then you have three or four hours before you have to, hopefully more than that, but you have a clear block of time that you have scheduled in to do your work. Now, if you have younger kids or little kids, your work block may look different. You may be able to play with them a little bit in the morning and then maybe they'd go do a special craft or special thing or maybe during nap time, that's your work hours. Or if you have a nanny or somebody that comes and watches your kids or maybe they are in a class for a certain amount of time, that would be your work block where you have that scheduled time where you are focused on work and you don't need to monitor your kids. So another thought would be if you have really young kids, you can make a special box where it has toys that only come out, toys and special snacks that only come out when you are working. So when you need them to be entertained, instead of handing them a device which can be very helpful because they get into less trouble with that. But instead of handing them a device to watch something or do a video or play video games, you can hand them this box, the special craft box that only comes out when mommy's working. And so they get special snacks and special cool coloring things and special craft things that they love that they don't always get. So that is one way to keep them entertained. The other way, of course, is if they're asleep or taking a nap or somebody else is watching them. Those are easier ways. So with me, my kiddos are older and so they're all in school. And so my work block is during the day when they're all at school. Once I come home and finish a morning routine of having some breakfast, doing my devotion, picking up the house because it's always a tornado before we leave. Let's be honest, right? You're trying to shuffle everybody out the door and it's crazy. Somebody lost their shoe. Somebody needs extra socks for basketball practice. It's all a thing, right? I usually come back, take a deep breath and clean up the house a little, just a little tidy, five, 10 minutes and then have some breakfast, do my devotion. And then I know I'm going to start my work block at around 10 o'clock or a specific time. And then that goes until when I got to go pick up my kids. So our number one is to set work blocks in your day. So these are set aside of exact times of when you will have an hour, two hours, four hours, whatever it might be that you have uninterrupted time to work. Now, a few tools that will help with this is if you have a planner, in my planner, it's a vertical layout. So it has the day all the way down through the, or actually it's horizontal. So it has like Sunday all the way through the Saturday. And then I block off during those days what my time is. Like if I have a morning block, I put a big square in the morning section and then one afterwards and so forth. So I kind of know looking at my week visually 
what my week will look like and where I get the time to pour into my work. Now, my schedule is pretty solid. It's the same. I take my kids. I have work during the day and then I go pick them up. Maybe I run some errands before or after that, but it's a pretty static schedule. There's not anything. It's not dynamic and My husband usually is working from home, so we have pretty reliable schedules. Now, that might not be the case, so seeing it over a week might give you a different perspective and a different visual. So using a planner can be really helpful. Also, using a timer to time your work blocks can be really helpful. So you might set a timer about, okay, it's 10 o'clock and time to start my work block, or it's... 12 o'clock tried to take a break because sometimes when you're working from home, time can just slip away from you and you don't realize, oh my gosh, it's already 11 o'clock and I haven't jumped into getting these things done. So setting alarms is very helpful and using a timer. You can use a timer that's on your phone. I know I have timers for when I need to leave to go get children because oftentimes I found that if I was running an errand, I wasn't looking at my phone. And so I would lose track of time and forget to go to get them on time. So I found that if I put an alarm on my phone, it was really helpful. You can Just a side note, you can put alarms on your phone for all kinds of fun things. Like I have alarms for when to get up, alarms for when to go pick up children from school. We have two different schools, so they have different times that we have to leave to go get them. Or maybe it's an alarm that you set for when you want to go to bed, when you want to get ready for bed, when you want to eat dinner. I have an alarm set for when I need to stop what I'm doing and make dinner because that can be another transition time. So number one is work blocks. We've kind of talked about that. And some tips that you can use or tools within your work block is to use a planner to plan it out and map it out. And also to use a timer or to set alarms on your phone of when to transition to different blocks. Now number Two, in tips to building balance between your work and life balance would be to build in margin. Build in some time to take a deep breath between your work blocks so that you have time to transition. Now, this might be, as I said, when I come home, I take a deep breath, I clean up the house for five, 10 minutes, grab something for breakfast, and then I sit down and have my devotion. So that's kind of a transition time before I sit down and do my devotional. Or when I'm finished with my work block, let's say, and I need to go pick up my kids, I set enough time so that I can take a deep breath, clean up all my stuff in my desk because my desk travels. (laughs) So I take all of my stuff from our office where my husband works and pass him on Zoom calls every day with his coworkers, which is awkward but weird, and pick up whatever I need for that day and go take it to the kitchen and work at the kitchen table. So you might have a space like that where you are moving things, and sometimes you like to just move around the house. I know one of my friends who's a lawyer loves to move around her home as she's working from home. She loves to be downstairs in the office, or sometimes she'll be in the kitchen, or sometimes she'll be at her desk upstairs. So you may have something like that where you like to be in different places for a different 
portion of your job or your work or moving around just to keep your day interesting. So just make sure that at the end of it, you have enough margin and enough time that you can put everything back where it went. You can clean up, you can take a deep breath so that you're ready to start fresh the next time you sit down to work. That either the thing that you were working on is ready to go and sitting right there next to your computer with a note that says you left off here, or whether that be everything is just put back in its place. So cleaning things up, giving yourself a little bit of time to transition is really huge. Also building in margin just to settle and then to transition mentally. Building in margin as far as driving to school, I found that if I get there early, I have a lot more mental time to transition and to think about the next thing that I need to do rather than rushing late and then feel overwhelmed and then being stressed out about traffic and kids and trying to get them and they're going to charge me, right? Because they all do. So all those things, building in some margin and some transition time between your work blocks will definitely help you keep some balance between work and life so that like when I come home after bringing kids home from school, they start in on their homework and I don't have to then pause everybody, clean up the kitchen table, then go do something else. It's a much easier transition that they appreciate a lot more, especially because my daughter does her homework or she loves to at the kitchen table and then we'll have dinner. And so it needs to be a space that is used for all purpose things. So number one, we had our work block and the tools that we were using were to use a planner and to use a timer and set alarms. Number two is to build in margin and a tool you can use with that is just to set alarms so that you have a little extra space between your work blocks. So for example, when I set my alarm for leaving for school, it's set a little, maybe five, 10 minutes earlier than I actually need to leave so that I have five to 10 minutes to clean up my space or to transition to then leaving and getting over to school. Number three is to structure your time. So this is more of figuring out what tasks are similar and then batching them together so that you can be more productive in those work blocks and you don't jump from thing to thing. The goal would be to have work-life balance and the more productive you are within that work block, the more you can get done and then you won't have to work in the evening, you won't have to work later. Now, one example of this, one of the clients that I had was working on, she had to go to church and then she would bring her daughter with her and they had to go to meetings and she had to do different things. And she was finding that she just didn't have enough time in her week to get all the things done. So we refocused her week and we took a look at it and found what kind of things can you batch together? There were certain days she needed to be at the church for meetings. And so we said, okay, these days that you're at the church for meetings, can you go then and work in your classroom so that you don't have to go back 
in the evening and go work in the Sunday school classroom and take care of things. Can you go while you're there and get everything done in those two days during the week so that you don't have to go back at any other time? And that's what you're kind of thinking of with as far as structuring your time. You're structuring what tasks do you have that are similar or in the same location so that you can batch them together to save time. Now, this may not be in the same location as in she was going to a church and so she would work she would have her meeting and then work in her classroom and not have to be back until I think she had meetings Tuesday Thursday so until the other time during the week where then she'd work in the classroom this may be batching similar tasks that you might be doing maybe it's all your phone calls maybe for your work you have a bunch of phone calls so you set aside okay I have these 30 minutes to make 15 phone calls about these things. <laughs> or as moms, we always have phone calls, right, to make to the dentist and the doctor and to check in with CVS and Costco and all kinds of things, right? Phone calls come up all the time. So maybe you save all your phone calls for one particular time. Maybe it's your email. Maybe you decide, okay, at the end of the day, I'm going to go through all the emails I have. I'm going to set aside an hour, go through all the emails for that day and deal with everything at one time. So it's kind of batching items, structuring your time within your work block. So that might, as we talked about, mean physical, what location you're in, or it might be task oriented. What are the things that you are doing? So overall, the three tools, tips for balance between work and life would be number one, your work blocks, which are using a planner or some kind of timer to time moving between those. Number two is to build in margin. You're using your timer to set five to 10 extra minutes as you build in margin to your day so that you don't, you have a few extra minutes between things and it's not back to back. Your brain can think and you just give yourself a little extra piece. Number three is to structure your time so that when you're doing things within your work balance or it might be outside of it, that you're doing the like things together so that you're saving time and that will save time during your week and that will save time in the end where you can transition to being at home and finish up your work faster. In the end, I realized this is definitely a season. I, like many of you, need to give myself grace and realize that sometimes I just can't do it all. Now, does this mean that I never have to work on the weekends or in the evenings because I have a perfect life balance between <laughs> all the things that I do? Definitely not, but this is not a normal rhythm. It's not a normal rhythm that I work over the weekend. It's not a normal rhythm that I work in the evenings. So that is what I want for you. Does this mean that everything goes super smoothly and I never have a moment where I tell my kids yes for everything and they can eat sugar and play video games? <laughs> Definitely not, but I give myself grace to stop and step into my role as a mom when I need to and the space to work when I need to.
So that is my prayer for you. And it is my hope that this podcast has blessed you and encouraged you and given you practical tools that you can use every day to save time and help you balance work and family. Come on over to our Facebook group, the Home Management for Working Moms. We talk about organization and time management, all these things that we've gone over, all tips and tricks and tools, things about work blocks and habits and building in margin and structure, all the things. So come on over. It's a great community where we share lots of fun things and it's just fun to hang out. Also, if you want to connect with me, you can come to my website. It's birdmichelle.com, B-Y-R-D-M-I-C-H-E-L-L-E.com, or connect with me. You can always connect at contact, C-O-N-T-A-C-T, at birdmichelle.com, B-Y-R-D-M-I-C-H-E-L-L-E.com. And find me that way. I would love to connect and find out how you are doing. And now go have a busy, vibrant day, my friend. Did this podcast bless you? Did you learn something new? Did this podcast encourage you? Please leave our mom a review. Pretty please. I hope you loved today's episode, friend. I pray it blessed you, encouraged you, or challenged you in some new way that is helping you. If so, would you stop right now and share this episode with someone else that needs community too? I also would love if you could take 30 seconds for me and leave me a review on Apple Podcast. This is the only way that I know that you are actually enjoying the show and that it is blessing you. Plus, it makes me happy to hear from you. Come on over to our free community, birdmichelle.com, and grab your free gifts. I have free productivity programs and everything you need to know about working with me, taking my courses, or connecting. Lastly, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so that you don't miss an episode. 